You're listening to the Girls on the Grid podcast with Tanea and Priya. Hey everyone and welcome back to episode 22 of Girls on the Grid. I'm Priya and I'm here with my co-host Tanea. Hey guys. Tanea, you look like you're eating something really delicious. I'm eating cheesels right now. Oh, that is delicious. They're kind of stuck in my teeth, so I'm just trying to... Yeah. Oh, give us some of that ASMR. It was like, I remember in, when we're coming home from Darwin, we're on the red eye and <laughs> I went to such a great story. I went to like just the airport, you know, like the airport midnight bars, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. opened. And I just bought a pack of cheesels. And then next minute, like all nine people who were sitting at the table <laughs> all go get up or go get a packet of cheesels and come and sit down. It's the cheesel effect. But once one person starts eating cheesels, you just you just need cheesels. Well, now like, I need cheesels, so exactly. that's the perfect explanation. It has, it has like this weird effect on people. Let's call it the cheesel effect. Wow. Let's call it the cheesel effect. Copyright. Trademark that. Oh yeah. How gross is how gross and sniffly do I sound right now? You do, oh. What's wrong with you? I'm all blocked up. Sorry, that, got that was colds. so rude. I'm suffering. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm having a weekend in bed because I'm fried. I've been in Sydney all week and it's been good, but I was editing all week and I just do not have a clear head and I need to get a clear head before Townsville. You know, you know what it's like. Living the cold life like everyone else in the country right now. Yep. So I guess it was a, just a matter of time. I'm very glad that Townsville wasn't this weekend because... I was in no state to be doing any kind of work. You are me at Darwin weekend. I was a mess. I never want to live through that again. Being sick in the heat when you're working at a racetrack, that is the worst mix Oh no! in the world. It is horrible. But anywho, no one cares about our sickness. Yeah, who cares? This week, I sat down with a really cool chick. Her name is Macy Place. She is a Mazda RX-8 Cup driver. Not only does she do that, she is also a rally co-driver and a full-time mechanic. And she has raced in a few other things. I have forgotten what they are. She's done a lot. She's a real hustler. And I I honestly, yeah, I couldn't keep up with everything, but um, super passionate about cars, motorsport, and all around just a really nice chick. So let's get into that chat. So now joining me on the pod today is Macy Place. It's awesome to have you on, finally. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me on. So what can't you do? You're a mechanic, you're a race car driver, you're a rally co-driver, and you're currently racing in the Mazda RX-8 Cup Series. So how are you finding it? How's it been so far? Um, It's all been extremely hectic, um, which I kind of love, like, ever since I started started as a mechanic it's sort of just been like so crazy um but I don't really like having days off so it suits me well so it's sort of I go to work um get home I'm writing emails I'm sort of organizing the racing stuff uh talking to sponsors um and then on the weekends, I'm going down to my parents' place and working on the race cars or I'm traveling for racing. So it's really good, actually. Is, is this your first year in the Mazda series? No. So I actually started off in the Mazda series. So um, I was 17, about to turn 18 when I had my first race in that series. So it was the first year the series ran um, and they just wanted to get 
more cars in the field, I guess you could say, um, and sort of just threw me in there. I was really not ready to race. I even crashed the car the week before my first race. So that was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been racing in there for a while and I really enjoy it just because it's such a family. Like all, all the competitors treat each other like sisters and brothers and we're all there for each other and it's really awesome. It is a bit of a new series. It's only been around for a few years. Can you tell kind of the listeners what it's about for those who might not know what it is? Uh, so it's meant to be cheap motorsport. So basically when the category started, RX-8s were really cheap cars to get, but that has changed, I think, because of the category supply and demand. Um, so, yeah, you used to be able to get like an RX-8 rolling shell for $1,500 or you could get a run-in one for two grand. So um, me and my dad actually stocked up on them. We have probably over 20 at oh. the moment. It's wow. really bad. Um, but, yeah, it started off you could get the cars really cheap. You can build them super cheap. So we've built two of them from scratch now and it's costed us like under 10 grand just to build the car from scratch. So super cheap. And um, another good thing about the category is to keep costs down, they have rules on uh, your new and used tyres. So you can't use any more than four new tyres per round. Um, you can't do data login and you can only use OEM parts. So that keeps the cost down. Okay. And so you've got a bit of a motorsport background with family members involved in speedway, rally, circuit racing. So it probably was expected that you would pick up as well was it something you were always really interested in from a really young age or did it slowly come about um so basically my dad wasn't actually a racer he did some club rallies when he was younger but nothing serious he drove a little rx2 which um my boss actually built the engine and everything for he also had an rx3 that he used to take on the dirt um but yeah have like aunties and well, uncles mainly and cousins in Speedway um, and HQ racing as well. So um, my it's my dad's cousin, Glenn Becker, I think, <laughs> used to race in HQs like way back. Um, but I grew up around the racetrack. So like dad was always a race fan and we went to every Muscle Car Masters. We went to every Bathurst 12-hour, every Bathurst 1000. And it was just always something I sort of looked at and I was like, that'd be really cool to do. But we had no money growing up and um, just sort of fought and fought my way into the sport. Did I did I hear somewhere that you haven't missed one Bathurst 12 hour? Was that something? This year was my first one I've ever missed. Oh, no. <laughs> Why'd you miss yeah, it? So ever, ever since it first started at Bathurst, um, we've been going and we loved it because it was like Evos and Corollas and stuff. It was just like... It was like the six hour is now um, and we loved going to it because of that and like I remember it was the year that East's Evo won and I walked down into the pits after the race and the winning car was sitting right there and I was a tiny little kid and I walked up into the pits and I was looking at the car and they sat me in and they started it up. It was incredible. Like just that sort of stuff is what really gets people into motorsport if you know what I mean. Like it's mm-hmm the things you experience as a kid sort of pave your way for the future. Yeah. 
So do you remember that first kind of hook moment where you were like, okay, no, this is what I want to do. I want to race cars. I reckon my first hook moment was probably actually, um, so I grew up in a town called Maruya and there was Speedway on nearly every weekend in Maruya. Like it was such a big thing until it got shut down from noise complaints as everything's going. Um, but yeah, I used to go to the Speedway every weekend and watch it with my dad and some of his mates used to race in the Speedway. So it was really cool to like go and see them. And I think that was sort of one of those things like watching the Speedway cars go around. I was like, that looks super fun. I really want to do that. When you started, did you kind of start at those real grassroots levels like karting or were you straight into the race car? No. So um, we could never afford karting. We, um, we more had paddock bashes. So um, I got my first car when I was six. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a Renault 12. Yeah, my, my dad worked. Um, he had trucks and he used to um, like do scrap metal for a living. So he used to get paid to take away cars. And um, my great-grandmother had this property out at South Heads in Maruga and all the cars were stored there. And we used to fix them up and drive them around and then sell them. Um, so, yeah, I learned to drive Manga when I was six years old. Um, that is awesome. Me, my brother and my sister, we would all just like tinker on the cars all day. So we all ended up getting hooked. <laughs> um, so yeah, learned to drive there and then over time started doing motorcars and stuff probably when I was like 14 um, and then got into track days when I was 16 and didn't race for another year or so. <laughs> what about your other siblings? Were they into it as well? Are they racing or? Um, my sister does track days and stuff. She's um, very into more show cars. So okay. she has a Nissan S13 that um, she's got the cambered wheels on and it's nice. a gorgeous, gorgeous car. Um, my mum is also stupidly into cars. So she she goes and does track days every now and then. <laughs> she daily drives an RX-8 as well. Oh, wow. There you go. Got the whole family involved. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I see that you've also, you've been out and about in a little Ford Escort as a rally co-driver. Is this something you want to do more of? Oh, definitely. So um, my first ever rally, it was when I first started working as a mechanic. So I was only 16 and um, one of our customers, Linda Lee, was looking for a co-driver and I thought, oh, super cool. Like she was a co-driver herself, so being her co-driver you would learn a lot so I jumped in with her for Beagle Rally one year and I was hooked from the get-go like it's just it's so different it's a whole different world yeah going from being on tarmac to being in the passenger seat on dirt is just it's so uncomfortable at first (laughs) but um you get used to it pretty quickly but, um, yeah, I was originally navigating for Linda and then that was in the Datsun Stanza, then started navigating for Peter Mosley. He used to run the Motocanas I used to do. So um, that was part of the Skadak group down in Nowra. And so I started navigating for him and his Datsun 1600. And then the guy I navigate for at the moment, which is Jamie Price in the Escort, um, he is one of my dad's mates from way back. Like um, my dad did work experience for him. Like that's how far back they go. Um, And yeah, he's just got no fear. And I love co-driving for him. Like 
after my first year co-driving for him, we did Naruma Rally and we're in this like sorry but shit box escort. No flares on it, like it's just built in his shed. Um it's got a 2.3 litre Cosworth in it, so it's got some grunt. But like it's it's really nothing special. And we were there in this rear-wheel drive car on road book and we were beating all-wheel drive cars on pace notes. And everyone was just sort of looking at us like, wow, where are these guys coming from? And, yeah, we ended up winning that rally outright, which was super cool. And, yeah, I've been navigating for him ever since. That's awesome. I love rally. I didn't even – I had my first taste of it this year. I worked at Canberra where I ran into you there. (laughs) Yeah. And I just love it. And I went into – I went in the car with Harry Bates as well. And, oh, my God, it is – it's so scary. But it's so it's so fun. It feels scary but safe at the same time. It does. What I love about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know how the drivers do it. Like it just the amount of skill you need. Oh my god, big balls! I think. Oh yeah. (laughs) So what kind of um? How many rallies have you done? What's what's probably what's probably your favorite track? Would you say? I've done way too many rallies to count. Um, but my favorite favorite rally is bigger rally Uh, because it's the only sort of low level two-day event that runs apart from like alpine and stuff like that but alpine's also no longer low level um but i i love bigger because you use shire roads and the roads are just so beautiful and like everyone's super friendly as they are in rally environments as you would have seen um you got to experience it for yourself to for sure but I mean even um like one thing I found with the rallying even those who are at the top level it's still really like everyone just knows each other everyone it's like a big family and that's what I love that's a big thing with um with those people in the top level so like Molly Taylor Aaron Windus and the Bates boys because all their parents were competing against each other in the ARC years and years ago they were all in the service park together hanging out playing so they've sort of got that friendship and it's it's super cool to see that oh yeah I saw on the weekend that Coral and Harry they won how cool was Coral being back in the car that's so awesome because you see her there in the car a few times with Neil but seeing her in the car with Harry that's just like it's super cool and for them to win like that's so cool she's such a boss she's awesome oh yeah I love her so much. But um, also prep-wise as a driver, is there – what do you do kind of – is there a level of fitness you like to maintain to keep yourself in shape or do you use the simulator? Do you have a routine? What do you do? I would love to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do go to the gym, but that's more to try and build up strength so I'm able to do my job because like heavy lifting at work, I – used to be terrible at it but now I can actually lift like a four-wheel drive tire and stuff by myself so I mean you'd be pretty fit doing that job anyway it's so oh physical. yeah it's hard like yeah. you'd think it's just like doing services and stuff all day but the heavy lifting is insane like sometimes when we can't be bothered to use the engine crane we both just get like me and my boss get on either side of the engine and just like lift it up together and I'm just like how did I do that <laughs> but um I do try and keep a little bit fit of course because um where I can um being in the race car does need a lot of fitness um but no I don't have a simulator or anything like that 
which sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those other things that just is a whole other cost, but... Yeah, and I don't, I don't have the space for it at the moment. I'm trying to find a garage so I can build my car in my garage at the moment and get a simulator. Nice, nice. And have you ever done anything else kind of sport or hobby-wise outside of racing? I, okay. Uh, when I was younger, I um, went to a school swimming carnival and it was, I was in year six, so it was like my last year of primary, no, yeah, last year of primary school. Um, and I decided to do like every event in the swimming carnival because I was like, oh, it's my last year, whatever. Figured out I'm really good at butterfly and I ended up going and representing state in Whoa. the Australian comp. So that was a surprise. I, I would not swimming, have thought that. So I didn't go any further than that. I actually um had a trainer like talking to my parents, like sort of saying, oh, she could go to the Olympics. And I was like, I don't even like swimming. Wow. Um, another thing I was super good at was football. So I played football for years and years. Um, I was fullback and um, I decided to give it up for being a mechanic. That's good. And then <laughs> lost all my fitness. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, I mean, considering well, I, we'll get into this now. What does what does a, a day look like in the life of a mechanic? Um, crying. <laughs> I don't cry that often. Um, well, see, my shop's a little bit different because we're a motorsport and rotary orientated shop. So we don't just do service work and stuff. So every day is super different to the last. Um, I'll go for today, for example. So because I've had COVID, I sort of left some jobs over from last week that I couldn't be bothered to do. So um, every morning I get up and pick which one of my RX-8s I want to drive for the day and um, go to work and like me and my boss start with coffee and deal with the customers and then so today we had a Series 2 RX-7 in that had a sticky throttle um, and I was also working on an RX-8 cup car so had to put the Microtech dash in it. Um, it's still old spec RX-8 cup because uh the customer that owns it hasn't raced RX-8 Cup in a while. So uh, fitted all the new cup components on, so new air intake, um, needed to put a new rain light on it and stuff, and also had to put an engine into it, which I put the engine in last week but finished it off today. Um, and, yeah, then I pulled an engine apart. <laughs> it, what about um, – because did you mention you've got your race cars somewhere else? Yeah, so I have my race cars down in Maruya. So if I'm going to be working on the race cars, usually after work on a Friday night, I'll drive okay. down to mum and dad's place, which is two hours away. So I live in Canberra. They live just past Batemans Bay in a town called Maruya. And um, so I usually go down there on a Friday night and early Saturday morning, dad and I will get up, go down to the yard and um, start getting all the cars out which is always crazy because most of them need to be pushed. And, yeah, we'll just spend a whole day working on the cars and usually on Sunday we have a bit of a sleep in and then go again with the cars and then I come back up to Canberra and do it all again. <laughs> you were quite young when you moved out. Yeah, I was 16 when I moved out of home. And you moved out to pursue being a mechanic, is that right? Yeah, so um, the, the shop I work at, it was just – 
like the moment I stepped in there, I knew that's where I wanted to be. So I first went to that shop and it's Reliance Automotive. Um, so I first went there when I had my RX-7 track car. So it's a Series 2 with a 12A Bridgie. And I did all the work on it myself. Um, but yeah, when I was 16, um, it came time to tune it. And that was way out of my league. So um, brought it up to Canberra and sort of said to my boss, I was like, can I do work experience here? Like this place is incredible and did some work experience and have been there ever since. <laughs> Great. That's good. So is the goal to be a mechanic as your main job or like would you eventually want to do something else career-wise at all? My main goal, I want to own my own workshop. So my plan is really to take over the workshop I'm at now because I just I wouldn't want it to change like it's it's such a cool workshop to be at and it's only me and my boss work in there and I'd be really upset if he retired and then the business just didn't exist anymore so my goal would be to take over the business um and get my family involved of course because it'd be super cool to have that with my family um But another thing that I really, really want to do is have my own motorsport team. So that's what I'm kind of starting at the moment. So originally I drove the Silver RX-8 Cup car, which is now called Elvis because more hits than Elvis. Um, And then me and my dad built Frogger spontaneously. Um, That was, it was on Boxing Day one year we were both just like we're bored let's build a race car and built frogger in two days so spontaneous i love it yeah that's what my family do we're super weird yeah so built frogger and then we started we leased out elvis to jake lauer for a year because he'd written his rx8 cup car off and we just felt super good like giving back because Jake's family has done so much for us and we we're just so happy to be able to help him out with a car for a year. And then we bought another car that was originally going to be built into a road car, but then we came across another roll cage. So ended up um, over the summer, built another cup car. So this year we're running a three-car team big. and that's to sort of – because I really struggled to get into motorsport. Like, it was super hard for me. I had no money, had no connections sort of thing. It was just thrown in the deep end. Like, I had to work so hard to get to where I am. And I think what me and my dad are really planning on doing is using these cars to be able to help people in my position get into the sport. Because Like, RX-8s are a perfect place for someone to start. It's just, it's cheap, clean racing. It's not looking at the XLs and the Pulsars, it's all just people running into each other. And RX-8 Cup is not like that. But also, I guess for you, for your racing career, as well as having a motorsport team, what about for you as a driver? Is Would you want to, would you want to take it further? Originally, I did. So originally, my goal was to sort of get into GT racing and something like that. But honestly, I'm not a great driver. I just do it for fun. And since starting this team and being able to help people, like getting Miles in the car, um, getting Justin in the car and everything, it's felt so good to sort of, yeah, help help people get into the sport. So I think my main goal is to just race for fun now and just 
help people wherever I can. That's good. I and think that's if, yeah. If you're at the track, you'll always see um, if someone breaks their car, I'm first one under the car, changing their gearbox for them. I'm first one pulling my road car apart in the parking lot to get them parts. My road car has ended up on jack stands so many times. I feel like as long as you're passionate about it, you don't want to feel pressure to just be going up the levels because everyone else is. Yeah, hundred percent. And honestly, I'm enjoying where I am and I have so many people say to me, when are you going to get out of RX8 car? When are you going to go do something else? And honestly, I don't plan to. I really love RX8 car. Like Rick Shaw looks after me so, so well. And I work on these cars all day, every day. So why would I move? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's one of the, the most important things about being in this sport is you need to do something you love. And if you're loving it and it's working for you, then yeah, that's awesome. And so what would you say has been the highlight of your career so far, racing wise, mechanic wise, anything? There has been some cool stuff. So when I very first started started as a mechanic when I was still an apprentice, um, CRT, which is the tape I went to, um, they brought over some boys from America. So Farm Truck and Asian who are part of a TV show called Street Outlaws. And um, they were flying over for summer nats and wanted a skid truck built. So they shipped over a truck. Um, all these sponsors supplied bits, engines, supercharger, stuff like that. It was super cool. And so I got to be on this TV show building this truck. Like there was a team of us and it was just, it was so awesome. And it made friends for life basically. Um, and that was really, really a highlight. I mean, it was super embarrassing because um, it ended up getting a power steering leak and, like, the hole was about that big and we plugged it with a tampon that I had in my handbag. Oh, so handy. <laughs> so that that's on international TV. That's very cool. <laughs> that is really cool. So I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. But, like, looking back on it now, I just laugh. I'm like, who cares? It's hilarious. Um, so that was definitely a highlight. Um, another really cool thing was in my first year of racing, I did my first ever endurance race and won my class in the Wakefield 300 with raceway track time. So that was just incredible, like best feeling. And then raceway track time also got me onto an all girls race team. And, uh, we got, I think it was second or third in class in that one. And that was cool just being part of an all-girls team. And the two girls I was racing with had never driven before. And at the start, they were nervous to get in the car. And in the race, they were just in their element. And it was so cool to see them grow over the weekend. That is really cool. I didn't even know about that. That's awesome. It was it was so cool. <laughs> when was that? Uh, it was... would have been... Two years ago in the Pheasantwood four hour. So the deputy four hour at Pheasantwood. And um, yeah, we're in a little NX coupe. That car can just go forever. <laughs> That's very girls on the grid. I'm just surprised I haven't heard about that in my research. We'll have to look into it. One of the girls that was on the team is actually now um, a rally driver. So that's super cool. Oh, there you go. And she'd never raced before. She'd then. never raced before in her life. Changed her life. And I we, love it. we came home with a trophy. That's such a dream. Wow. And even um, the the team we had with us, so there was Jess and Karen from Raceway Track Time. 
sort of um they they were our crew really and so that was also cool having the girls driving and the girls on the team yeah the girls (laughs) (laughs) so for you this is a little fun question what's probably your what's probably your dream track to race at oh that's really tough (laughs) just anywhere in the world absolutely anywhere see I'd love to try Nürburgring but I'll get lost. Like I got lost at the bend. It's so massive, isn't it? I know. I would, you just, too long. And it's scary. It's scary but as well. But I'd, I'd love to go and do like a lap or two for the experience. But yeah, I think in a, in a race, I'd just keep getting lost and just be super <laughs> slow. Um, Somewhere like Spa would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you raced at Bathurst? No, we we're meant to go to Bathurst at the end of this year. Uh, it's still sort of up in the air, but there's talks of um, going back to Phillip Island again instead of Bathurst, which I won't complain about because okay. Phillip Island was gorgeous. Yeah, it's such a cool track, isn't it? Yeah, such I went there for the first track. time this year and it was just beautiful. It's nice. The views are yeah. great. This is Girls on the Grid. We're into the fun stuff now. <laughs> Would you say in the time that you've been in the sport you've been you've been in it for a while would you say it's improving in the way of in the way of being more inclusive for female drivers or females wanting to be more involved in general definitely so um I sort of started motorsport at a really good time because just after I started there became a bit more of a push for women in motorsport so it was sort of I got so much publicity just for being a girl and I think it is sort of easier for girls in the sport to be able to get sponsors and stuff because they don't necessarily have to be getting the results to be seen Um, and I think that is an advantage of being a girl in the sport and a girl in the industry is um and do you think that's something just because at the moment there's that push, so it's kind of that extra encouragement, I guess, and that's what makes it a little In a bit way, easier. yes, but I also think it's because the girls sort of have to work twice as hard to get to where the boys are. So, And, and people see that, which is awesome. <laughs> and have you ever felt a certain pressure it being in an industry that's so male dominant I mean especially not only as a driver but as a mechanic as well um in a way but I've been very lucky with um my boss has been super supportive from the start with me and has sort of seen me as a daughter I guess you could say like is because I started working there so young he helped me out so much and like the teachers that TAFE would sort of see I was uncomfortable around some of the guys like because that was the main thing being a mechanic is the guys are creepy oh yeah <laughs> like you just have people yeah. constantly hitting on you and you just you're sitting there just going I'm not doing this to be attractive I'm doing this because I'm passionate about it and it's almost like the guys think you're doing this to impress them and that's the thing I've struggled with most is sort of I feel like girls get judged more for their failures rather than their achievements so like I've had two crashes in my racing career and I am known as a crasher but a guy can crash at every single round and be called a good driver and that that's one thing I've noticed that is hard for women have you ever felt that that's really affected you in any way 
if anything, it's um, it's sort of driven me more. Good, good. What advice do you have for girls wanting to get into motorsport? Just fight your way through. Don't listen to what anyone else says. Um, if it's what you want to do, just go for it. Awesome. Well, Macy, thanks so much for coming on the pod today. It's been great to hear your story, everything you're doing in the RX-8 Cup Series, your work as a mechanic. Um, so, yeah, good luck for the rest of the racing season and thank you so much for joining. Thank you very much. Oh, that was such a cool interview and I'm actually quite bummed that I didn't get to join in on that one. Uh, but, you know, me and Priya's schedules, as we always say, trying to line them up is like trying to uh, We've just given do up, something really we? difficult. We've just, We've just given up. And now we're just doing our own because it's honestly easier. But, no, it was a really good chat. Uh, Macy is awesome and, yeah, can't wait to see what she does next. Tanea, what is on for the week, babes? Oh, man, it's Monday of a race week, which means I'm prepping to go away. Uh, we go to Townsville Thursday morning and I love the Townsville event. It's so much fun. Wait, you're going uh, Thursday so- morning? Me too. Yeah, yeah, fly out via Brisbane, I think. I think we oh, land okay. like midday. Well, I've got a direct, so. All right, flex a bit harder, mate. Uh, with the stopover, you get more status credits, so. All right, all right. You, for, you always here, win. You always win. I'm playing the long game, <laughs> playing the long game and trying to get, you know, that Qantas lounge uh, access. I've already got Virgin Lounge access. I'm trying to build up the Qantas status okay. credits. You're on to your next one. I like that. I like that. She's competitive. She's very competitive. So Townsville this weekend, it's going to be a huge weekend. Uh, there is Supercars, there is Super 2, there is Carrera Cup, which are three of our biggest categories um, all jammed onto the one weekend. So it's going to be chock a block and I'm excited. We have a pretty good crew up there to get it done and lots and lots of awesome clients. And yeah, I'm just really excited to, as long as my head cold clears up and i um, back to 100%, I'm really excited for the weekend. Uh, same. We're going to Townsville. Can't wait. Hopefully we get some good weather up there. I feel like the weather has not been good there the last couple of times I've been. You know what I've noticed just recently? You are such like the daughter of a race car driver because you refer to everything that you do singularly as we, and that's what race car drivers do. Maybe I am just a race car driver. Because race car drivers, they're like, they're like, we had a good weekend. I'm like, bro, you drove the car and they're like... That's definitely something I've just picked up from existing. You do it all this. the time and I've never called it out, but it's such a race car driver thing. Oh, hey, but there's concerts on at Townsville as well. There is. Hilltop Hoods, baby. Yeah, we're going. We Let's are going. And I mean, you and I are going, not just me. We are going. We are me. going. That's it. But yeah, so Townsville is going to be a um, really big weekend. Yeah, we're doing supercars, Porsche... 86 oh I forgot my brother's racing as well so yeah currently oh, there's 86 there too yeah currently Big weekend um yeah my dad and brother are actually in the workshop right now prepping the 86 I might go down and annoy them for a bit thank you all for listening to this week's episode of girls on the grid we hope you enjoyed this week's chat we've got a great lineup of guests coming up so stay tuned have an awesome week and we'll see you next time We will be back in your ears at Monday, 6 a.m. next week. You've just listened to another Network R production.